bottom roasted. Oh, Shit. hello. Welcome to the pod. My name is Riley. He was always with... Hunter. Um, you just want to hop right in, or are we just going to like chill yeah. for a second? Mm. We both had some stuff happen to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you went on vacation. You went to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. You didn't really tell me much about it. How was it? Um, He's eating a burrito. We gotta give him a second. It was... Honestly, it was like, alright. Probably give it like a 6 out of 10, probably. Maybe for 5. The, for the city, they're gonna give it a 6? For, for the... Yeah, yeah. It was kind of alright. No, for my vacation in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. The city was actually like... It was, like, clean. It was really weird. Like, there wasn't, like, trash all over the street. Well, there was, you know. There was piled garbage, you know. Obviously. But it was a lot cleaner than I thought it would. Like, usually in, like, New York or something, you see in the movies, like, there's, like, dirt all over the sidewalk and stuff. But the sidewalks, like, were actually clean. Um, well, that's know. where politicians yeah, live, yeah, man. They, yeah. they have that's to fund the clean sidewalks. That's also the thing, though, like... For, like, the capital where I thought, like, all the politicians would be, where all the majority of the federal workers are, you'd think that there would probably be, like, less hobos, uh, less, you know, violence, less car accidents, less of pretty much everything, but the city was a shit, shit, that's what I'm saying. It's like, shit. <laughs> like, everywhere I go, there's, like, a hobo asking for something. Like, around every Well, corner. that's just every major city. Yeah, yeah, but you'd think, like, the capital, they'd, like, do some naughty stuff to reduce that. Uh, well, or, you know, they'd look normal and actually help them. Or, or, like, yeah. Or maybe, or there was a hobo fight I saw. That was really interesting. A hobo fight? Yeah, yeah. He called them the homosexual word, the, the oh, F1. okay. Okay. She's like, give me back my shit. And yeah. Damn. Were you just walking by or were you driving? Yeah, we're just walking by. We didn't right. drive at all because, yeah, driving is there is, like, insane. Like, yeah. You think you think where we live, the cities is bad? Uh-huh. Like, that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Like, I would not drive in D.C. Ever? Ever. Nope. Damn. Or, there were accidents every five seconds, pretty much. Uh, the cars did not care about any, like, everyone was in it for themselves. They didn't care about pedestrians. They just wanted to get from point A to point B. And so that's just Washington, D.C. That <laughs> Hopefully nothing would happen in between. It's like, I'm getting there! No! <laughs> just slam yeah. on the goddamn gap. It was, it was rough. It's like GTA. That should be the next setting. As, as for the monuments, like, the, the group I was with wasn't very great with it so like we really didn't see that much as i was hoping um we saw the lincoln memorial twice um one time at night with all the lights that was really cool and you could also see the washington memo the washington monuments right across from it you know we also went to that but you could see accurately the... sized to his dingo <laughs> you could <laughs> you could you could see you could see you know reflection in the water and whatnot anyways yeah then when we went across it in day there were did you ever go to the capitol building or did you just we didn't go to the Capitol building. We went to the White House. Mm. We walked by the Capitol building, like, farther away, but I got a pretty decent view of it. Sure. Um, 
we went to two of the Smithsonian's, the generic one with the, you know, the skulls and the skeletons and the stuffed animals and the rocks and stuff. That was kind of lame. Like, they were just stuffed animals and, like, the dinosaur stuff was 3D printed. They weren't actual bones. But apparently the reason for that is because the, the Smithsonian's, like, half the city is built on a swamp. So it's very easy for it to get, like, over flooded if they have bad weather. Hell yeah. So, like, a lot of the artifacts that you might have seen in, like, Night at the Museum are just not there. Hell, fuck yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was in New York. Was that D.C.? No, I think that is... No, that's New York, yeah. That's New York. Yeah, okay. that's New York. Yeah, that's why it was really different. But, yeah, that's New York. But it was, yeah. But this Air and Space one is... That one was cool because there were ships and stuff. Space. In the sky. Space. Yeah, space. And then you could... Space is lay epic. Yeah, yeah. It was my first plane ride. It wasn't bad. Um, I think the landing was is the only iffy part for me. Sure. And the yeah, yeah. No, I've been on a plane. Well, I guess twice because of the there and back. But like one trip on a plane. Um, it's certainly fine. It took mm-hmm. like three hours from where we are to Florida, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. <laughs> the flight was so mid. Because, like, we were on the plane by, like, 4.30. Yeah. And we, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I, it's hard to sleep upright. Very rarely am I ever able to just sleep upright. So. Especially with those chairs. It's not a recliner, you know? Yeah. I was uh, I was in the middle too, of of three. So, yeah, I got super screwed <laughs> on the trip. I was on the outside, so people were just bumping into me. Damn! Sorry, gotta go to the bathroom. Then you hear them too. Well, see, I'd rather be on the outside. To be honest with you, that's yeah. Because like, if you're at the window, you have like a view that you are interested in for like two seconds, and then you're bored, and you have to pass two people. To get into the aisle. If you're in the middle, you're squished the whole time. Which I think is the worst part. But, you only need to pass one person. If you're on the edge, you're not really squishing anyone. You have room. The only problem is that people's asses are passing your face if they need to use the restroom. Yeah. But either way. I think... Um... You give the whole trip a six? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I just wouldn't really take a trip to D.C. Well, we also went to go see the the massive graveyard in JFK's uh, grave and the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and stuff like that. That's a whole other story. Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, yeah was that it was another thing we saw. Well, I liked... like So we split up in groups because like one half, they didn't want to walk because they're tired of walking. But then the other half, which was me, my sister, and her boyfriend, we wanted to walk because, like, we don't we didn't want to pay the extra twenty dollars for a shuttle to get a tour. Sure. So it was a lot nicer to walk because it was during the fall, so you could see all the. the well, the you colors you said it was eighty, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, it was. The moment you yeah, leave, it becomes below freezing. Yeah. 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 With now, thankfully, was, we didn't get snow, but, but there are places in Minnesota that got snow. It's like a nice 
nice slightly below 80 weather. You know, the nice bright color trees falling over the soldier's grave. God fucking damn it. It was nice. It was Lucky. a nice little, God damn it. It was a nice little breeze. I'm pissed. Um, yeah. You don't get to go close to the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. They have a guard out there with a with a rifle that does this weird stance thing, like the, the stupid march thing that they do with the gun and then the... You know, you saw Major Pain, right? Major Pain? No, you haven't seen Major Pain. What? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the army does this weird thing where they, like, play with the gun and, like, spin it and stuff. It's really weird. Well, that sounds dumb. Why it is dumb. Do... Like, there were, like, hundreds Imagine of people Imagine you accidentally this... unclick the safety. <laughs> there were, like, a hundred people just gathering around this one guy that was just doing this one thing, like... It's kind of fucking He's dumb. doing some lit shit, though. <laughs> He's, like, tapping his feet, too, and it's like, um... It's right. to the beat of the drum that's not there. There is no drum. Just that's what I just said. It's not there. Um, but, yeah. Anything else on your trip? Hmm. Saw so the FBI walk by looking for a guy who shot someone. Fucking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. FBI. Um... I did have a lot of time off this week. However, I will say, I wouldn't entirely call it a vacation. I got my wisdom teeth removed on Tuesday. That shit fucking sucked. Though they shoved a really long needle into my arm, and like everything in my face was numb for like a day, and I was tired as hell, and I thought I was gonna puke for like the first three hours. I couldn't eat specific things. I still can't eat specific things. Um, you know, I'm not supposed to have, like, soda. I can't use a straw. No chips or crackers or, like, anything crunchy. Um, yeah, it's just it was really weird keeping up on top of everything. A lot of meds and icing my jaw. I probably had an ice pack... On my jaw, like, half the day. <laughs> do people in the 19th century have to do that, or do they just have to deal with the pain of having back teeth? Well, one of mine was sideways, oh. and would have completely ruined basically everything at you the You would top. have been a British person. I, based! <laughs> yeah, yes, I would have been British. A so, good thing you changed that, then. We don't want you to become British. Yeah, the podcast would go downhill from there. Um... No, so I, I got everything removed. My top teeth feel really good. It's the bottom two that are feeling really funky. Um, still, I would say. It's been like almost a week, mm-hmm. and it's like been really weird. But I had a lot of time, and so I, I finished up a show that I'll talk about in the review section. A game that I grinded that I kind of no-lifed for a couple of days. Uh, beat that, beat that game. We'll, we'll get there in the review section. Um, I dog sat. His name, the doggy is Ruger. He's a big puppy. <laughs> he's old. He's got grays coming in. But he thinks he's a lap dog. He's not a lap dog. He's like, he's big. He's like 80 pounds. And he's, <laughs> um, but no. I had some fun, but it was also a very painful week. Big dogs like to be lap dogs for some reason. They notice that for some reason. And little dogs just don't like to 
laid by people. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. They're, they're the feisty ones, while the big dogs are usually more friendly. And cowards. Unless you're a German Shepherd. They're like a medium to large, and they're nasty. That happened at the airport. The canine unit at the security was sniffing my balls. Hell. <laughs> Got a good whip. Okay, I don't have anything shoved up my crotch. Your Please, uh-huh. don't rip it off. Uh-huh. No. Um, the thing was, the police officer, he stopped, too. He didn't pull the dog back. He just let him sniff my balls. He's like, you smell, so you smell something, boy? <laughs> You want to rip his dick? <laughs> You're like, please don't rip my dick up. It's because I had shorts, so it was a nice breeze, airflow. He cocked a big, <laughs> better whiff than any man would. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I only have a little bit of news. I don't know if you have a lot of news. I'll just go through it. Yeah, I don't. Was, I didn't really pay attention when I was going through it. So, Martin Scorsese, Scorsese has a letterbox to count. Okay, and in, like, what, six hours, he became the most followed person on the platform? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's his daughter who's running it, or if it's actually him. It's probably his daughter. That's my guess. But, um... His daughter seems cool. Marry me, please. No, <laughs> I'm trying to get that Scorsese money. I'm trying to get that Scorsese pussy. <laughs> Yo, eighty-year-old. Yeah. Um, but no, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that understands how to use that. App. Yeah. <laughs> so, my guess is that, like, she'll ask him about certain things, and then he'll like ramble on, and she just kind of has to like. Yeah, she just goes with it. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, well, fuck. <laughs> I'll just write this down on Letterbox. Mm-hmm. So, Dad, what'd you watch this week? He just lists like 700. <laughs> the man has no life. He only watches cinema. <laughs> well, could, even even his uh, bio is, this is cinema, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's got to be, like, someone close to him. It's it's the daughter, I swear to God. Because, like, she knows the memes. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she posted one of his favorite movies as Shark Tales. So, on the Instagram story. If, I don't rem- if you don't remember that, like, two years ago or whatever. She's she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. She, she gets jokes. She gets jokes. She's a film bro. She's a film bro, like me. Like <laughs> me. Um, and then the other thing that... I guess I didn't expect, but you never expect this stuff. So, Matthew Perry, uh, the actor, one of the Friends guys, the Fallout New Vegas Benny guy, he uh, passed away yesterday. I I think it was cardiac arrest, and he had it in a jacuzzi, and then he drowned in the jacuzzi. Yeah. But the thing is, someone called, but there's no info on who called. At least from what the news has gathered so far. Yeah, I mean, either way. Like, when I first saw it, I'm like, damn, that sucks. But, like, I didn't realize how much him and his role on Friends had affected me. See, I have been around the show Friends for, like... 10 years. 
years now. Um, that's one of those like shows that you just put on in the background for noise. And so I probably have seen every episode like 50 fucking times. Um, yeah, his character is like pretty great. I like him in the show a lot. I know Friends has some problems, but I wouldn't say he's one of them, you know? Um, so yeah, some videos that people were posting caught me off guard, and I didn't expect to get as emotional as I thought I would. But, big sad. Oh, he dropped this. Yeah, I never really cared about Friends, but I know a lot of people love Friends, and I feel like he, it's really, 54 is still really young, mm -hmm. so... And the fact that he wasn't married, too, he's just living alone, is kind of depressing, too. He's had a lot of problems yeah. in the past. And that was what the whole book tour was about, him overcoming it and sharing his story and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's a shame. Um, I guess I'm not sure what else to say. Celebrity deaths are weird, because, yeah. like, you weren't a part of their life. You kind of just... You, you saw what you saw them, and you kind of just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't really know what to add. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know either. But, um, anywho, do you have anything? Um. Or some stuff? I don't know. Well, yeah, I have some stuff. This happened right after we had finished last week's podcast, but they showed, like, 45 minutes of the uh star citizen uh single player campaign squadron 42 with mark hamill and gary oldman i didn't watch it i didn't need it i don't think anyone cares but just saying it's just it's, too late it's coming yeah yeah it's coming eventually they just make so much money on the fucking ships dude that's the multiplayer yeah people are buying ships for like millions of dollars it's like ridiculous um, well, the live-action Fallout has a release date. Uh, Isn't it April of next year? April 12th next year, yeah. yeah. Exciting. Um, the Garfield animated movie. May of next year. Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat 1, the new season started, and uh, you... Did new, it? Yeah, the new Fatality, that the seasonal I Fatality. I thought the season went on for a couple more days. Because I thought it was early November. It's at early November? Because I thought people already had access to it. Because I'm seeing screenshots of the store. That's right, the store. You don't earn the fatality. You buy it for 10 bucks. Oh, the Halloween yeah, one? Yeah, the Halloween yeah, yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. No, I saw that. They're still yeah. on their previous season. They're still oh, on they're season. They're still on it? Maybe you can earn it through that, but you can just buy it early. See, I... I... I bought, I think, like $10 worth. Just so I can get the, the, um, fuck, what was it? Deadly Alliance. That's it, the yeah. Scorpion one. That's the one I got. But uh, $10 for a skin is ridiculous for a game that you spent, well, I spent 110 You know what else is ridiculous? That Jean-Claude Van Damme is already in the store. That was a pre-order bonus and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> already, already is in the store for the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, how else would people get it? I don't know. Well, like, usually they wait, like, a couple months, or at least until, like, Game of the Year edition, in quotes, you know, mm. releases. No. Like, that's, like, that's, 
It's probably not NRS's fault. Yeah. That they're so fucking high priced. It's definitely WB. (sighs) It's just kind of ridiculous that you have to pay for fatalities now. It's like like you're paying for like a $12 cutscene that lasts like Yeah, that you can just find on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's ridiculous. It's like and the thing is, like I did earn some of that currency when leveling up to one hundred, which I maxed out. But now that I've maxed out, I literally can't do anything. You can't get any more, at least earning it. I didn't even know you could earn it when going up like your regular level. So I'm like, oh cool, I don't have to spend money. Um, that's how I got in Biamba at the same time. Because they yeah. both dropped. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I want both. But, um, yeah, I bought Mariachi. Both of them. I both only got of them. the Sub-Zero And then, one. okay, the Melina one that looks like she's from the Psych Ward, they just gave it to me. I literally didn't even buy it. I just went to the store, and it said, it had the check mark. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't buy it. And my currency was still there. Yeah, did So you? then I checked Melina, and she had it. Like what the fuck? It did that with the ta- the yeah the Tanya one with the the Jamaican, like. Oh okay. No, I don't. I don't think fir- I... that they had the first week the game came out. Yeah, I didn't even buy that. It just kind of gave it to me, and I'm like, oh, sweet. Guess I have it now. Yeah, I had the same issue. That's. I mean, that I'll take it, but also that's a little yeah. random. I'm not gonna use it, but. <laughs> yeah, like it. The ones that I actually want. That's not the ones that they give to me for free. The one. The ones that I don't want that look bad. That's the ones they give to me. Um, and the thing is, a lot of the stuff in the store, you could, like like the Kenshi one, in particular. There's one where he's in like a suit, like a, it's called like Yakuza something. I got every single one of those in the shrine. I didn't have to buy any of them, or like the bundle or whatever. Yeah. And then Dark Gearus. I found some in the yeah, shrine. That's where I got mine from the shrine. But like, there's more colors because there's six of them, and I I think I got two from the shrine, and then it gave me a discount. Oh, because you're in the store. Yeah, yeah. So I just got the rest of them. Yeah, Destiny does that too. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that's a big issue. I hope they tone that shit down. Especially, yeah. $50 for DLC. That's not even a story. It's just characters. $12 fatalities. $10 skins. There's like $5 for like color swapped hats and shit. Like that's fucking ridiculous. That should not be in the game. Well, because everyone else is allowed to get away with it. So like why can't they? Well, that's the <laughs> issue at this point. Games like Destiny get away with it. It's like, oh, it's free to play. Not really, because you need to buy the annual pass, and then you need to get the the, expansion. the expansions, but like multiple certain content locked behind the season pass or whatever that you have to get. Which is different from the annual pass. And then you have to spend three hundred hours to get this particular to do this particular quest. And also, you have that. to spend money to upgrade your guns with materials that you can't get anywhere else. That you, that you have, have to, to buy You have to separately. buy the DLC in order to get that currency that's in that specific dungeon that you have to grind weekly. Destiny? That makes me want to kill myself. 
Like, that's the actually the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Or or you can just be like Valorant and just sell skins for 200 bucks. Are they actually $200? They're more like 80 but yeah. $80? Yeah. CSGO does the same thing. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like... Let's never forget, Valve was the one who started it with the CSGO skins and the TF2 hats. They own CSGO? Yeah, they... Um, yeah, CSGO is a Half-Life spinoff. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Half-Life? Yeah. Has literally nothing to do with Half-Life. Yeah. yeah, well, I don't get it either. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's Half-Life Counter-Strike. I literally have it in my Steam because I got all of the... The, I got all of the Half-Life games for like 10 bucks. And Counter-Strike counts? The original Counter-Strike, yeah, we have to go down. See, the original Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Half-Life Deathmatch, Half-Life episode? 2, Episode 1, Episode 2, Lost Coast, Blue Shift, oh, that is. Uh, Source. I think this is the original TF2. Opposing Force source oh i thought i had i guess i don't Maybe i thought i had the original one thought i had the original counter-strike well because isn't counter-strike 2 coming out yeah counter-strike 2 is already out is it yeah yeah i see damn i didn't know that all right counter-strike source because it's with the source i've heard computer. literally zero people talking about it um that's because it was more of a thing with the demo, but now, yeah, people don't talk about... Counter-Strike, it's big, but, and yeah, it looks mixed for some reason. Overall, very positive, That's... but recent is mixed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the... Oh, that's a lot of hours, bro. He was born with a disability... He plays 4,000 hours with no hands? I can't do that. What a giga chip. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, what were we on about? <laughs> um, speaking of updates like CSGO, um, it was leaked like an hour before the update came out that a uh, Robert Pattinson suit would come to Arkham Knight. Uh -huh. And it turns out that was an accidental update and they removed it. It's supposed to be an update that comes out with the Nintendo Switch release. Mm. So they're adding... The Arkham suit to Arkham... The the Batson suit to Arkham Knight. Oh, that's such a good fucking suit. <laughs> that's such a good fucking suit. I'm sorry. Um, that shit's keen. Avatar game is getting its uh, reviews drop. Well, the media preview impressions is dropping October 30th. So a tomorrow. month before the game comes up? Yes. So tomorrow. Ultimate Spider-Man is coming back. We heard rumors that they're bringing back Ultimate the ultimates uh -huh. the ultimate universe but yeah they're starting with ultimate spider-man because of the criticism of the current amazing spider-man run with paul <laughs> paul um they're the point is peter parker is married happily with with Mary children Jane and has two kids that's what i want for it to happen with that's that's the thing that's got spider-man fans what are you happy so, <laughs> and we have miles too so like this oh, also... two different Ultimate runs? Or is he in no. the Peter run? Well, yeah, Miles is in the Peter run in Ultimate because, yeah, he came back to life or whatever the fuck. And then, like, yeah, it's really But I thought... Yeah, like, I'm not even going to pretend yeah, we I don't, know what the like, fuck's going Yeah, because, like, they... 
technically they converged in like the secret wars or whatever the fuck that ended the ultimate universe it's really weird but yeah but now there's another version of the ultimate universe well, like i'm guessing that also has another I just, miles in it i want to see an aged my uh, an aged peter with miles like insomniac's universe instead of just dead peter parker sure someone or like the mantle too or the into the spider-verse and stuff yeah or the, yeah like into the spider-verse um, we saw the first trailer for Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see it. I it think ju- it looks I cool. thought it just was like they showed off assets and they're like, this is Unreal Engine 5. And then like they just kind of showed off backgrounds. They stuff. did, but they also showed off some gameplay. I think it looks great. A lot of people say it's soulless, but it... I think they're just crazy. They just nostalgic. The the uh, the uh, the Metal Gear Solid collection dropped. Yeah, it got mixed reviews. You know why it got mixed reviews? Because it's not in 4K. They advertise it in 4K, but it's not in 4K. The none of the videos they showed looked 4K. Yeah, like I don't know why people are mad. It's because well, that is also 60 bucks. That's kind of another. Another thing that people were shitting on the game for was that it's because PC mostly, because the games weren't meant to be played on PC. They were meant to be played on the PS2. Uh-huh. So you can't, they don't have controls for the PC. So people are pissed about that. Uh, like uh. maybe pull out your good old PS2 and play it then. <sighs> Fuck boy. Yeah. PS2. They're just sad it doesn't, it doesn't play at a solid. Six fifty giga shits or megaton <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <coughs> I'll get it. I don't give a shit. Oh, I ran across a funny meme of Jeff Keighley, and the game of the year is nothing. Suddenly, Jeff gives the audience a hollow, lifeless stare as the exits all lock simultaneously. The audience's confusion soon turns to horror and panic as mustard gas fills the venue. (laughs) He walks up onto the stage. He puts on a gas. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, they all die. Uh, we have our... Oh, Alan Wake 2 reviews dropped, yeah. and they're yeah. insanely yeah. <laughs> fucking good. And now I'm like... Uh, at this point, there's going to be like 20 things that are snubbed for Game of the Year, and I just kind of have to expect a lot of bitching on Twitter. Yeah. That's literally all I can expect at this point. I don't know why... I've stopped trying to figure out what the hell's happening. I don't know why nobody expected it to get high reviews. Like, it's from Remedy... Uh, people love Remedy, and it's a sequel to a cult classic. What could go wrong? Nothing. 92 on PC. Nothing. 89 for the PS5. Yeah, nothing. I don't know why there aren't any Xbox reviews for it. Yeah, with Xbox marketing, too. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah, terrific reviews. People are saying that's getting in now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> at, th- at this point, I'm pretty convinced Wonder's going to get in. Because since it's dropped, my timeline, despite not being very Nintendo heavy, has not shut the fuck up yeah. about. Well, like, <sighs> I love Don- Donkey's review on it, so it actually kind of convinced me to buy, it, want to buy it at least. Is it is it seventy or is it sixty? It's, it's still 70, too much. But... <laughs> yeah, it is still too much. But like, yeah, well, this is the level that like it goes from generic Mario, and then the second level they just like throw everything at you. There you go. And so it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Like like I said, there's going to be a ton of shit that is just going to be forgotten this year. And I'm like, R.I.P. to them. You know? <laughs> Final R- Fantasy 16. I don't know. 
like at this point it's like there's like a top 10 to pull from and then there's like it goes down to 30 yeah of like what ifs and maybes and you're like I don't in previous know years what... it was like just like a top two or top one <laughs> what at previous years it was just like a top two or top one but now it's oh, like that... there's like 10 different things that could possibly get at least one award yeah we'll get to my review but like my guess is spider-man is not god of war ragnarok yeah but as someone that's played it and sees the reviews i'm like this is not god of war ragnarok in terms of noms this is a little bit lower than that but 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 my playstation no (laughs) it's 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 good because um anyway uh uh yeah it doesn't snow white they cgi dwarves now instead of Taking the criticism of hiring people with dwarfism, they just CG them. They just See, I them. heard they were going to be animals, that they were going to be like magical creatures. Yeah. And then I saw behind the scenes where everyone was fucking tall. Yeah. And then I heard <laughs> that one of the dwarves or the prince or something was like Robin Hood. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? You know who's going to take all the backlash for this? Mark oh, Webb. And we're going to never see a good movie from him again because nobody's going to want to pick him up. Because well, Disney... I'm just so shocked because this is solely written by Greta Gerwig. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Well, she's not directing it, though. She sold the script. <laughs> well, no, they asked her to do a draft. I didn't realize she was the only one that did the draft and that that was the final draft. Oh. Like, so ex- excuse it was the me. first draft and they didn't even bother to... <laughs> you know what? That sounds like something Disney would do. Oh, I it's did... the first draft, you say? <laughs> we'll do some touch-ups and post-production. <laughs> we'll do some touch-ups and... Um... It got delayed a year. Marketing. Because <laughs> I thought it was supposed to come out next year. But it got pushed yeah. to March of 2025. Why would they release for an image for a movie that does not come out until 2025? What the fuck well, is We bomb- just have to wait for that uh, Brett, whatever her name is, is Snow White movie. Ben Shapiro's making oh, a yeah. Snow White movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's going to be true to the source material. Yeah, it's going to be a white woman and a white guy, and there's going to be a colored person as the evil bitch. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. And people are just shitting on Rachel Zegler, man. She needs a break. She, yeah. She's a good actress. I Man, I suck. Yeah. Because they took out-of-context clips from her on mm-hmm. You, from it's not even out of context she was just supporting the actors and then they're like yeah cringe it's like okay <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the issue here white people also support the strikes you know yeah but but but, but, but oh oh because she's not like yeah 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 <sighs> oh, i guess chad Selesky's projects are finally moving forward with one the highlander reboot is finally moving forward it's going to film next year with a hundred million dollar budget um fuck yeah i do still think... no cast no henry cavill starring actually yeah. boo yeah. boo well, i think this is the one franchise that does need a reboot because mostly because this first one i think has a lot of potential or had potential but poorly executed 
Boop. We'll, we'll see how he does. <laughs> Henry Cavill, boop. Yeah, we'll see how he does. Henry Cavill's... When oh. the hell is that Ghost of Tsushima movie coming? Ten years from now. Probably. Because I heard that they were in pre-production. I don't know if that's still the case. He's just really trying to not do John Wick anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I would too. I, I want to see him do some other things. Mm-hmm. See if he has style outside of John Wick. Oh, but John Wick's so good. Yeah, but you got to see if he can do other things to see if, like... I guess. If he, if I don't he's... know how Heinlander's going to be much better, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, though, that's some keynote shit. But then you can just milk Highlander and Tsushima. <laughs> well, you just have like to milk Wick. Tsushima. <laughs> yeah, Tsushima's like a 15-hour story game. If, no, it's not 15 hours. Is it shorter? No, it's long. It has to be like 20 at least. I thought it was like 15. No, no. It, has I, to be I, it took me forever because I did like every side thing and then just like randomly explored and tried to do platforming that was bad. It, it, ha- it has to be. I thought it was like 15. It's 25. For the story? Yes. Goddamn. Yeah. That's a good length, unlike another game. And I don't... That I won't mention. I think that's a <laughs> poor criticism. Because if it's quality... Like, the first one yeah. is short. Which is... But the story's good yeah see that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying no like the length of a game is not the issue it's what's in the length of the game that can be the issue that that, that's more um yeah Uh, anyway sony is pushing away from multiplayer games despite them just buying fucking bungee well they might have Bungie just for that but because of the criticism Bungie had for the last of us factions they thought maybe it's not a good idea so maybe insomniac's multiplayer game is hopefully canceled i forgot they were doing one yeah honestly i I'd... yeah yeah mm-hmm. after a certain game that i just beat of theirs i i got ratchet and clank and then ratchet and clank rift apart I'm gonna be doing the the, the next the, the the newest Ratchet and Clanks from them, Insomniac. Oh. I was gonna because like all, I think all of them are on the PlayStation Store. Just the only way to access any outside of the latest two is you spending a hundred and sixty dollars a year, and I don't want to do that. Um. My, I, I just have one more. It's South Park. It was something Twitter was fuming about. First of all, Baldur's Gate 3 made an appearance in South Park. I just want to point that out. Okay. Did uh, Well, that's because they write their stuff like a week in advance. Did Tears of the Kingdom, though? I I'm just saying. Tell you. I'm I just saying. Tell you. Red Dead did. Well, that's because Red Dead was big. God of War didn't. <laughs> and what won that year, bro? Come on. Yeah, exactly. That's what no, I'm saying. No, but I'm saying Red that's Dead. What I'm saying. So, so that's what I'm saying. Baldur's Gate 3 making an appearance is actually a curse. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. go yeah. in the reverse direction that you want it to. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a, Anyways, that episode was about Kathleen Kennedy making people black and woman. Oh, it's yeah, I saw that. Pandaverse. I saw that. But cut. nobody seems oh. to understand its satire. They're making fun of people like Cartman. They're they're making fun of people like Cartman and not 
making fun of Kathleen. Well, they are. What South Park likes to do is they like to have good ideas and then just throw in the central card, the the neutral card. Guys, guys, guys. I lean both. <laughs> I lean both ways, even though clearly you could tell they leaned one way throughout the entire episode and they just pull something out of their ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were pulling one way through a certain election. <laughs> we are definitely not against a certain orange man. I swear, yeah. it's just a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a satire, funny joke. Yeah, it's a joke. I swear, guys. I swear, it's fun. it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> we're 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 comedian. We are comedians. Dot com. What? <laughs> com dot hub porn. I jizzed all over my tongue. Um, do you have any reviews? No, I didn't watch anything or do anything. Outside of the one that we literally just... Yeah, yeah. Should we do that then? Yeah, we can just do that then. So, we just got back, like, not too long ago from the FNAF movie. Yeah. Uh, I was also gonna see Killers of the Flower Moon. But I only had so much time, and I no-lifed a certain game, and then I had to dog-sit, so I didn't have a ton of time. But I I still hope it's in theaters in, like, a little bit, and I could still watch Killers of the Flower Moon. But we watched the FNAF movie, and it was bad. <laughs> it was pretty shit. Um, we didn't expect it to be good, but, like... What the fuck? <laughs> like, like, no, actually, what the fuck? There was so much going on throughout it, the entire It felt movie. like nothing happened, and yet there was too much going on at the same time. Like, oh, he has to take care of his, his sister, but he also has to find the guy who kidnapped his, his brother. brother, and then um, he has to... And then, like, somehow she can, she's a psychic and can she's see like her dreams. And then, something. like... William Afton's... Okay, so... Yes. I've seen a MatPat theory or two. I, I, I am slight... I'm a, I'm a bit aware of the FNIF war. Okay? William Afton is one of the two people that made the, the place with, with the robots. But he had a really cool addiction to child murder. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then... Um, he kind of just got away with it, and then, like the movie, the the spirits of the dead children or whatever, like, put him in the suit, and then he dies. Yeah. And then it keeps going, because, like, he comes back to life, and then there's also prequels, and then his son shows up, and it's a whole fucking mess. But, what I will say is... I don't care if it's accurate to stupid lore. That's dumb. It was. It's not good. The story is not good. And and you could call every plot twist from a mile away. Especially, I immediately because I thought Matthew Lillard was the purple guy. I thought that's what the trade yeah, said when he yeah. was cast. Yeah. Is like he's William Afton, the purple guy. And then every trailer, it's this fucking random schmutz, and I'm like. Huh? What? What's happening? And he shows up for two minutes at the beginning, then shows up for two minutes at the end. And he has, like, no screen time, no presence. He's barely even a villain. He's just kind of there. 
Yeah, that's what I. I mean, they like, they tease least. him. He's like the yellow daddy, but it's like, but it's like, what if I told you he's not good in the movie? I really wanted to like Matthew Lillard, but just he just, it's the script. He he tried to do some scream energy, and it flopped so hard. I think that the thing that doesn't help is there's such a huge tone issue. Like, one scene, you'll have them building forts, and then the next scene, you know, they'll be chopping people in half. Like, it tries to be campy, but tries to be horror, not, like, campy horror. Like This is, like, a similar issue with, like, Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends was like, we're actually a love story. We're a toxic love story. And then, like, fucking Mike Myers is in it for, like, three scenes. And yeah. then it's just this dummy for the whole movie. And then he's killed immediately. And then you have the fight. And then it's like this big moment. And like, this fucking sucks. And I hate <laughs> yeah. This fucking sucks and I hate you. And then they have... Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, the FNAF movie was made on a $20 million budget. It made its money back before the opening night because I... of like pre-sales and stuff. And it made like 130 million worldwide, so it over quintupled its budget. I, so I'm not gonna lie, like I do think the production design isn't is in probably the best part. The only reason why it's not a two is cause the animatronics and the fact that they went practical for most of the shots. Yeah, like the cupcake is CG in some places, but I will say for most of it. Them actually moving and having, like, weight and just, like, it looked pretty great, the animatronic stuff. Practicals better, folks, especially on a small budget. Probably why it has a 25%. (laughs) The only thing keeping it from a 20 or lower. And I will say they tried to do some cool camera work, but it feels like I've seen it in better movies before. Yeah. And they're just kind of doing it because they want to, you know? Doesn't mean anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, here's a cool shot where we fade into the sign into the thing. And it's like, okay, why'd you do that? Reflection. Or it's like, yeah, there's reflections. Or like, you know, like camera, like we'll have like interesting lighting in certain places. It's like, okay, (laughs) okay. It tried, I guess, but it, it felt meaningless. And everyone was bad. The writing sucked. We went in with a lot of people that were FNAF fans. A lot of people were wearing merchandise and seemed very excited. And except those three kids that snuck in and started <laughs> playing with the seats. Those guys were so funny. And one of them would fake scream anytime yeah. anything scary happened. It that shit was so good. Because it wasn't scary. It's, it, was scary. it was so boring. <laughs> like, wow, loud noise. My heart jumped slightly because loud noises are unexpected and that's a natural human reaction. I think my normal reaction to the movie was like face palming yeah. and like shaking my head in disbelief at how fucking stupid this was. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'd be like... Like or like, I do like the hand thing. Like it goes out. You're like, what the fuck? 
What are you on? Like, <laughs> he just fucking assaults someone in the middle of a mall for, for no reason. <laughs> it's so brutal. It suffers no consequences. Like, why did the aunt want the child? Money? Well, yeah, they why said... Why wouldn't the guy get the money then? Excuse me? They, they said... He said that she would get monthly money from the government. But, like, what? Wouldn't that mean he also gets monthly money? Or is it only women? Yeah, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> also, she fucking dies in the movie. And they just glance over the fact... That she was a corpse in the main character's house. Yeah. And she's just not there, and they never bring it up ever again. And we're like, yeah. okay. There was a post-credit scene, but we fucking left. Yeah. Like, it was playing as we were leaving the theater. We didn't bother to turn around. We just I, kept going. I think it teases his brother being the puppet guy. I think that's what I heard. Oh, fuck it. That's so dumb. Yeah. This sucks. It is fucking dumb. And it's like, they're, they they have a plan for a trilogy, and it's like, what, he comes back to life? I guess? Yeah. What about the daughter? What's gonna happen to her? Because, like, the Afton story is so weird in the games. And the funny thing is, I know all of this and have never played a single one. <laughs> but, like... That's like all the FNAF fans. They're like, it's so true to the lore, but they never played a FNAF game a single in their entire one. life. Yeah. Like, the thing about that that I think made FNAF really popular in the first place was the gameplay. That's what made it interesting, and the movie just lacks that entirely. Yeah, the monitors are the most, are like the least important part. Like, it's not, yeah, it's not the, it's not the monitors. It's like how, it's the claustrophobic feeling in this, like, place that's supposed to be happy, but it's not happy at all. Mm-hmm. Like it's nostalgic, and but then like, they it's have like, like creepy nostalgic. They have like the golden bear in it, yeah. Like the game, and then he just disappears, and then he never shows up ever again. And you're like, wow, that's such a reference. <laughs> Where did that? That's what happened? True. It's that, yeah, wow, that's true. certainly something. That's a reference to something. We we burst out laughing a couple of times because of just how nonsensical and stupid the story was. I just, I can't believe this took 10 years to He was finding, trying to find the right script. You don't understand. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend a, a bad movie, but I'm going to say it's a better FNAF movie because it understands its tone more. Willy's Wonderland? Yes. Actually, have you seen it? I haven't, no. Oh, it's, Nick it's Cage, Cage movie. He's, he doesn't say a single line of dialogue. All he does is he shows up. He cleans and then he plays fucking pinball. And it's so funny. And then he just like, the animatronics just try to kill him. And then he just violently murders all of them. And then it's like really fucking stupid. But it's so good. Wasn't that a failed FNAF pitch? It was a failed FNAF pitch that they rewrote and turned into it. I would have watched that. (laughs) I saw it. When I was on, like, my 2021 movie binge, where I saw, like, 120 movies from that year, because I was fucking in duration. That's true. That's why I didn't play a single game for that fucking year, except for Guardians. <laughs> That's true. Well, in Hitman 3, because actually I didn't play that much from 2021, either. <sighs> but, yeah. Um, it's a bad movie, but I'd say it's a better FNAF movie, because its tone is, like, very campy. It never takes itself too seriously. 
and it's extremely gory, and I like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, FNAF sucks. Two out of ten. <laughs> yeah, they definitely need to have some sort of identity instead of flip flopping around everywhere. When it became like an '80s comedy with like physical slapstick humor with the fucking animatronics i kind of wanted to kill myself fort building yeah that was so out of place. that was like i'm what the fuck and then that like so the dumb. police officer is not a police officer or is she yeah if she was an officer she'd probably be fired because <laughs> like she just hung around that place a lot but like she's like the daughter of william afton but, like, I thought the daughter of William Afton got sucked into one of the things and fucking died. That's what the the, the lawyer told me. So maybe it's not lore accurate. So they should be dunking on the movie. Yeah, or something. I don't know. But no, they can't. They can't. Yeah, it's just another Mario situation. It's a shit movie that people are praising because it panders to, to their nostalgia. It panders to a fan base that has an IQ of three. <laughs> Honestly, that's what the movie should have been because like, it's like 80s nostalgia. Like, That's what Freddy's Freddy Fazbear I will is. say I did like the, the period accurate like phones and technology and stuff like they could have very easily said it in the modern day and they had phones or whatever and like cringy influencer people yeah, yeah. but it, it was very dingy and it like it, it was like a rustic like 80s midwestern vibe and i thought that worked very well i wish they would have leaned into more of the serial killer stuff because i think that's one of the things that fascinates me the most is the fact that the 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 guy just shoved children's bodies in suits because no one would would look there and like, like that's, i don't think that's a bad concept like that's the whole reason the place shut down was because of the smell yeah. like they just started oozing and yeah. like they're like what the fuck is happening and for some reason, despite the fact they were oozing, they never once bothered to check. Yeah. They could have just said, oh, they shut it down because they couldn't find the bodies, and he just shoved the bodies inside the animatronics. Well, like, and there's this uh, mini game in one of them, because they all have fucking mini games. But yeah. there's, like, one where it's, like, a little girl. is It's like a Pac-Man maze, and she's going around collecting stuff, and then she finds, like, a dead dog. That's her dog. And then when the minigame ends, the yellow rabbit's behind her. And it implies that he proceeded to drag her into a back room and fucking kill her. Yeah. Like, yeah, inherently, that's, that's you could do, like, fun. some Zodiac shit. But instead, they go with 80s nostalgia comedy shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck? Yeah. Make a prequel about William Afton, and then the sequel can be the deranged lunacy or whatever. That's so weird. Yeah. So, like, he just has a job as a career guy? Is that how he just... What the fuck? Ah. I don't know. How do you explain it? He's... Well, like, that should have been so obvious it was him. Like, outside of the fact that the trade said it was him. Like, I, I immediately recognized the voice when the fucking yellow bunny came in. I'm like, oh, it's it. And, and then it was. Man, that dream shit was fucking ridiculous, though. And that they didn't so explain dumb. it. They just. Well, that, that showed up in, what, the fourth game? The one with the kid. 
Oh, as the protagonist? Yeah. Yeah, when he's in his bedroom and then they hunt him. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Because, like, isn't he in a hospital? I don't know. You know, this entire series is fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get why it was popular when it started, but it's just gotten out of hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's all I got to say. It's gotten out of hand. Yeah. Two out of ten. That's what I... That's yeah. My... Yeah, me too. <laughs> Two out of ten? Okay. Two out of ten. Okay. Uh, should I talk about Spider-Man or should I talk about the show I finished? doesn't matter to me. Okay. Because if I talk about Spider-Man, I'm going to spoil shit. I literally have everything spoiled. Well, I did spoil some stuff for you. Do you know, like, the ending ending with, like, Miles and Peter and stuff? Because, like, that's one of the yeah. things that I want to mention. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. He just retires. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I had a lot of time on my hands. So I no-lifed and played to completion, getting my first platinum trophy ever, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um... I'm not even really proud of the Platinum. It was really fucking easy. And I've gotten close to Platinums before. I just kind of fell off before I could finish them. But or there's one that you just can't do because it's impossible. Or it's just so tedious and boring that I didn't want to do it. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the first Spider-Man where I had to do those awful science minigames. Yeah, no, fuck that. that. That's the last trophy I needed. I did literally everything else, but it said the last trophy is do all the sites, we games at Doc Ock's place. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, you'd have to play the entire game all over again to do those. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm good, actually. Yeah. I don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's solid. Like, I've thought about different ways to start it, like just talking about it. Like, just trying to, like, digest how to talk about it. Because the first one means, like, a lot to me. And the Miles game does not. <laughs> it, it's fine. So this one, I mentioned my worries going into it with the symbiote stuff. Funny enough, I guess I had a pretty good intuition because that was my biggest problem coming out of it. Was the story and the symbiote stuff. Yeah. Because I heard it literally just shows up last second. Venom. Venom? Like, <laughs> Not the because how Venom. I was playing, once a side quest showed up, I played them. Yeah. So I was like 80% completed with the city by the time Venom showed up. So all that was left was the story missions and the symbiote nests. So I played for like three hours, beat everything, and then I was done. So it did feel like in my 25 hours, 22 of them didn't have Venom. So I would say he kind of comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And, like, yet again, I, I haven't even gotten to the symbiote suit yet, so I'm really early in the game. You you haven't even gotten the suit yet? Damn. No, okay. no, I haven't even gotten the suit yet. But from what... what I gathered is that Harry just sort of becomes Venom because like like 
I, I know it's not fair because it's not con contextual, but, like, I thought the symbiote made people angry, but, like, Harry doesn't have that in where I'm at in the game. He's just kind of, like, still Harry. Oh. So, so like, okay. does that just come out of nowhere for Spider-Man, then it comes to Harry? So, like, okay. Like, it makes no sense. One thing that I wasn't spoiled by and that I was shocked by is that he's, like, an Agent Venom type. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that was one of the few surprises where I was like, oh shit, he's Agent Venom. <laughs> That's nuts. But, okay. He, okay, so Peter fucking dies. Yeah. The symbiote gets onto him. And then he needs Dr. Connors, who found it, and that's the reason why he lost his arm. He needs Dr. Connors to help him take it off. But the symbiote is feeding into the fact that he's insecure and that he needs to be Spider-Man more and that it's making him a better Spider-Man. So he refuses to take it off. And then it starts, like, corrupting him. And Harry needs it, otherwise he's gonna fucking die. And he just doesn't give it to him. Like, he shows up at Harry's. And he's like, nah, I'm good, actually, fuck you. And then he leaves. And he yeah. just doesn't give him the, the thing. And then Harry gets mad, because he's like, this is my best friend, and he's not giving me the thing that's gonna help me lip. But once he finally gets it off, after, like, seven boss fights... <laughs> it's actually, like, four, I think. No. Lizard. Miles fighting Mr. Negative. Craven, Miles, Peter. So after four boss fights, he, he gets it off, and he doesn't want to give it to Harry. He wants to destroy it, because he's worried it's going to corrupt Harry, like it corrupted him. And it turns out it was right, because it breaks out, and then it attaches onto Harry, and then, he, and then he becomes Venom, and he's an angry boy. But why didn't it corrupt Harry before? Because he wasn't angry with it, I guess. Because, like, he was trying to do, like... Because, like, his mission was still clear with, like, the Emily May Foundation and stuff. That's my guess. Is that, like... That's... I don't know. I, I always thought See, it would just feed into that no matter what. What and, do you mean? Well, like, like... I... Like... Oh, that it would feed off... Like, off no of matter, anger? Like, yeah, or, yeah, or, like, his sins or, you know, violence or whatever, no matter what. Even if he's not angry at Spider-Man, he'd be angry at someone else. You know? Whatever. I guess. Whatever. I don't know. Because the theme of the game is about moving on and redemption. Because a lot of the villains become reformed, and a lot of the main characters have to move on from, like, their past and stuff. Which is like... Yeah. With just Mysterio's quest and Tombstone. I actually like Tombstone. Tombstone, the the stuff with him was pretty great. And I like the Mysterio... Have you done the Mysteriums? I haven't done all of them yet. I have a, like... I have a, like... Uh, I'm like three-fourths way through, so I have Okay, because you fight him, and it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. That's I probably hear, one of my favorites, if not my favorite boss fight in the game. I hear the ending of the side quest is really good, too. Because, like... You, you find out, and you're not sure if you believe him, but you find out that the two women that he's working with are, like, screwing him over, yeah. and you don't know if he was in on it the whole time, and he's just faking being innocent, and, like, you're not sure how to feel about him, 
And when the women are arrested, he's like, you could be a good guy. And it's like, I can never be considered a good guy. And then he leaves. And it's like, damn, makes you think. Because it talks about how it hard it is in a normal society for people to reform. And Jay Jonah brings that up a lot in his podcasts. Where it's like, villains can't reform, they're all bad. Which, like, that... Like, that... It's a good idea to bring in the symbiote too for that that particular theme because like that the symbiote is is that it's about being reborn. It's that's why you know the church bell in the first place. You mm-hmm. know Christian, but yeah, yeah, that's why in my opinion, you know, it was there in the first place. And like Todd to, McFarlane made it a narrative about like addiction. Yeah, I guess. Which makes sense because he's addicted to the power of this new suit and then it corrupts him. Sort of how, like, you know, people can get addicted to drugs and how it makes them feel and, like, the brain chemicals or whatever fucks them up. I I haven't played it all, but, like, I have an assumption that, like, it's ruined because it happens so quick and it's The thing is, the symbiote is a very touchy subject because, like, the symbiote could be great it could be that's the keyword could be yeah instead it's like a parasite it just kind of takes him over and then he takes it off and he is back to being a good guy well and he sort of just like he says sorry and everyone just is like it's all right man and they pat him on the back and they keep going it's like i'm sorry you like were a giant asshole to everyone I, i think what you should be saying is instead of you know being a core story element people just use it for fan service instead like agent venom is just fan service i don't see him a point of him in the game right now like Like, he just he thinks it's another way to help i guess yeah because that's all he fucking cares that that's his character trait i want to help people it's like that's a cool character trait but peter is also like no, broke. You're not broke. <laughs> you know, you don't have that balance. I think Craven didn't help being shoved in there either. I will say, people are overhyping the fuck out of Craven. Yeah, I noticed that as soon as I heard he killed everyone off off screen. Okay, so I. That's so maybe dumb. I missed something, but I thought he only killed two. No, he killed off. He killed off Shocker, Vulture, Electro, and Scorpion. Well, Scorpion and was Rhino. Him. He killed off all of the Sinister Six except for Martin Lee and Doc Ock. Doc Ock. The Shocker wasn't part of the Sinister Six, but yeah. What was the other one? Shocker. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Martin Lee. Yeah. I guess I must have missed it because, like, when I'm going, when I was going down the cells, I only saw the Vulture wings. And then I saw Shocker's, like, helmet on one of the cell blocks. Yeah, I guess I missed Electro and Rhino. Apparently it's, uh, uh, Rhino they found out of bounds. His head, they found his head out of bounds, so people assume he's dead. People don't know for sure. Okay. And, um, Electro he talked about in one of his papers. He talked about how he was the easiest to fight. Because he was, he, he was like, he wasn't even fighting because he was, egotistical or whatever and shocker put up the biggest fight because he just wanted to survive 
Damn. <laughs> Shocker. Well, like, if they had this actually shown to us, then that could have been cool. But instead, it's in papers I didn't fucking read. <laughs> or in a, in a fucking corner in a room somewhere, in a gauntlet of battling enemies... Where I yeah, just like, wanted to get to the next. You kill room. off his original rogues gallery off screen to to show how powerful Craven is. But like, like maybe you should do that on screen. It's just an idea. But like why though? Why kill all of his rogues gallery off? <sighs> Reasons. <laughs> like it could have been cool to have little missions where you save Vulture and Electro. Oh, and like where you or, or you try to or you try fail. to and fail. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That that was so weird. Craven, his character feels so weird to me. Because he's just like, I want to hunt shit. And it's like, okay. Yeah, he's weird in the... From what like, I, what? 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 Yeah. That's not a character motive. You just want to hunt shit. From That's what not I read anything. in Craven's last hunt, he's kind of weird too. Because he's like, I must become the spider. And then he eats spiders. What? <laughs> he's kind of a weird guy. I don't know. Maybe there's like a good Craven comic. Where, like, it explains, like, his psychology. Oh, he has laser nipples? Hell yeah, laser yeah. nipples. Apparent, yeah, apparently Craven's Last Hunt dives into that, but I wasn't paying attention to Craven's arc. I was paying attention to Spider-Man's. Really? Because I didn't have any prior knowledge to Craven's arc or Craven's whatever. so fucking boring. Like, yeah. he's just, like, a Russian or, like, Eastern European guy who I... just, like, murders shit. And he likes nature. Like, okay. <laughs> well, I, I always know. thought he was a poacher. I don't know where this he loves animals thing came from. <laughs> I guess I've never seen an adaptation where he was a poacher. I, I always thought he was. I'm very he, excited he for the movie where he's bitten by a radioactive lion. <laughs> he literally wears a lion over his as a coat. Like, does that not scream poacher to you? That, I hunt. that is very poacher. <laughs> That's very poacher. He's the kind of guy that'll kill a rhino just for the horn and then leave the bottom. Like, goddamn. But no. Okay, so, like, my thoughts are so disorganized. But, um, okay, the story was the biggest problem for me because it felt like too much shit happened. And it never felt, like, why the first game, like, means so much to me is that it's slow in the first two-thirds. Like, for the most part, there is action. But, like, you have scenes where you're just, like, talking with MJ. Or you go to feast. Or you have a little little spout with Miles for funsies, you know? Or, like, you, yeah. you work with Jefferson Davis to investigate a dock or something. Like, it took the time to keep it ground level. So when the big shit does happen, it's more exciting. Right off the bat, it's like, Sandman! Now it's the lizard! And then you, like, a giant fucking Navy ship explodes. And then, you know, you fight Scream. And then you have, like, the lizard. And then you have Venom. And then you have just, like, 50 boss fights. And you're just like... It got really big. And it didn't take the time to, like... Yeah, like... Breathe. <laughs> you fought all the villains before you fought the Sinister Six. Yeah. It, well, not, well no, not such a no, Electro yeah. and Vulture. Yeah. You did. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. Yeah. But Rhino, I'm pretty sure you did in a chase. No, that was Shocker. I'm dumb. Yeah, shot. Yeah, you only fought Shocker, but you still did fight. Yeah. And, like, they were actually, I don't know, mentioned. He fought all of them with 14 broken bones in one night. 
think about that. Based as fuck. <laughs> this man's that. a gamer. And then the second game, he can't beat a guy with big muscles. Gur. <laughs> Gur. <laughs> He's a Bowie. Well, it's like, it's like when he fights the Sinister Six with broken bones in the first game, and then in Miles Morales, he gets his ass kicked by one of them. Yeah. In the form yeah. of Rhino. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> what the hell happened? Ah, power scaling is dumb anyways. Oh, that's true. It's not consistent. Um, <laughs> zero out of ten. Uh, Bad. I mean, it did give us the cold line of him. What did he say? I have 14 broken bones, but... I, I may have 14 broken bones, but I still have 194 left or whatever. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like bones in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, also, yeah, and then you had Martin Lee as the main bad guy throughout the whole thing. Who was, for, the, for, like, the first two-thirds. Yeah, and he's, like, blaming Norman, and then, yeah, and then you don't want to And then Doc Ock think, also blames but Norman. You, you don't want to think Norman's, uh, uh, Doc Ock's going to be a bad guy, because, like, You spent nice that time guy, with him. But then you realize that he's a manipulative bitch, and you kind of fucking hate him. By the end, yeah. By the end. He's like, you knew. I worshipped you. And then he's just like, fuck you. Like, it's 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 good. It's good writing. Right? That's... Oh. The first game's so good. And I know it has dumb shit, like backpacks or whatever. But, like, it's so... Like, the... Like, in... I sound like an illiterate mess. I'm sorry. Um, like, that, that first game, I would still put at, like, a 9.5. Because it's just so good. Yeah. Like, the biggest issue I have with it is the... Probably the base fights and... The open world's activities are kind of... They, they get draining Well, and I will while, say... But... The activities in the first game... Everything... Went to something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could... You had to do... Certain activities... To get the suits. To get the gadgets. To get the, the skill tree stuff. And, like... Everything went to something. In this game, it's just like half of them you can a suit that looks like shit. I will say I did find anything. a couple of bangers in both. Yeah, you got you got to scour through it. You can find a couple. I'm just waiting for the no way the the no way home suit the the red and blue one the red and blue one. That's not even the last one. The yeah. six the the level sixty one is the black and gold one from no way. Oh, that's fucking lame. I know, but like, Miles's tenth anniversary suit goes fucking hard. It's pink and black. Oh yeah, like yeah. that shit yeah. goes hard as hell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I used. There's this. I used the um. Is it Spider Man twenty ninety nine? But for Miles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Miles. The one with the hood and, like, yeah. the glowy eyes. I yeah. used that for, like, most of my... I just that the, shit was so good. I just hate the glowy eyes. That's the only thing I hate. I don't need to change Spider-Man's because the advanced suit is so good. Like, I... That's peak Spider-Man design right See, there. See, <laughs> the Miles... The, the Peter one, I used Bully Maguire for a bit. I used the regular... Uh, suit for a bit. Once anti venom suit showed up, I didn't leave from that because I think that suit goes hard as hell. Um, it, it just makes sense thematically when you're fighting venom in the in the end. Yeah. So, like when it came to a lot of story stuff, 
I went to like the normal suits. And a lot of people were dunking on the Miles suit. If I changed that color to a different one, it didn't look that bad. <laughs> For me it's not the color, it's the it's the it's the mask. Sure. Because like it just looks plain. There's nothing to it. Well, and a lot of people were dunking on the hair, but it's like you're fine with ha- like the hoods and shit, but not with hair. I I just changed the bottom portion because it just looks like generic Miles mask. Like most I think of them are generic. I, I don't know. I I just want to change it a little bit. Maybe the lenses are a bit wackier or something. But yeah, I I didn't hate the suit that he made in this one. A lot of people were dunking on it, but like in context, playing with it, I'm like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um. What else? Shocker. I think so far the side activities are better than the first game. Because I hate the challenge system where you have to get. There's only one. Um. There's not so much of those shitty bases. That's true. The bases like fucking. The, suck. I've only done the Craven one. I don't know if there's, there's some later, but you have to do the three shitty only, ones. Only. Only Cravens. Okay. I've only did one. I don't know if there's more. But well, you do three Craven yeah, stakeouts th- and you three. find a base. Yeah. Is there more of those or just the one? There's more than one base. Okay. Because I only found one. Does there's it show more than up later? One base. You can't. You have to do. It shows up all later. of the regular stakeout places or the the blinds they're called. You have to do all the blinds and you'll just kind of find them. Oh. I only found one, so... No, like, I did all those, but I only found one, like, base. I thought it was kind of cool, because, like, it's different because it it actually has some sort of level design instead of actually just, like, being generic... Rooftop. Rooftop. (laughs) Rooftop. With construction equipment. Hell, my favorite. And also, the stealth is bad. Fucking useless. I'm sorry. Like, the last... Like, last game... Stealth actually was important because you weren't a god. <laughs> like, you actually had to, like, dodge 50 enemies in this one. You just get Venom Suit and then you go ape shit. I think oh. I only ever used stealth, like, twice. I was talking about the spider line is OP as shit and you literally... That's all you need to do. No, that's all I did, too. <laughs> that's literally like, all I did. Stealth too. is pointless because of that thing, no. though. Well, like, but it's so good because of it. But, like, <laughs> like, imagine, like, Batman doing that sh- Yeah, Batman, you have to use all of your gadgets. You at least have to get... I, I have to give it credit for that. You have to use and strategize using your gadgets. But then this, you just... And you also have to, like, change, like, levels if you get caught. And, like, you can not only, like, go underground in the vents and shit, but you can also be up on the gargoyles. Or you can be, like, crouched in the ground once you take out a guy, you know? And especially in Arkham Knight, when you can take out, like, five people at once. Like, it's fucking lit. Stealth is awesome in Arkham Knight, I gotta say. Especially because, like, that man could probably annihilate anything. (laughs) With prep time. With prep t- That's the quintessential Batman with prep time Batman, is the Arkham series. Yeah, that's where it all came from. He just kind of com- comes up with shit, and you're like, how the hell? How the hell? <laughs> it's like, I have a contingency plan for this. It's like, of course you fucking... 
Um, anyway, back to Spider-Man. Miles is a secondary character, and it pisses me off. Because while Peter's going through an arc of, like... I wouldn't even call him a secondary character. Because I liked the beginning where he's, like, dealing with the fact that his mom is going to date someone else, and he, he's going to That's, like, to... barely brought up ever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I noticed. Now he's dealing with the fact, like, who am I? Who am I? I'm like, you had that arc in the last game. Did he? I didn't. I don't even remember the arc of Miles Morales. The, the last game, it's like, who am I? I don't know who I am. Oh, I'm Spider-Man. No, but he's a but different Spider-Man. going through it now again. <laughs> he's a different He's Spider-Man, Spider but, like... And he comes up with the suit. But then when he comes up with the suit in the new game, he said, a Miles Morales original one of one. It's like, did you forget that in the last game you made the suit that you wore at the beginning of this game? Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> what the he's hell? He's just going through the same arc. I, I swear I think it's is. slightly different this time because it's revenge bat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sony loves their revenge bat. Except it worked with God of War because, like, the entire point of the original trilogy was him getting revenge. And now he has to deal with the consequences of getting revenge. The character development? And he has to grow from it and make sure his son doesn't do bad things because God, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the story is the biggest issue for him. He has to grow as it's a It's very poorly son. paced because <laughs> it felt like there was no room to breathe. Like, especially with the Venom stuff. I, the, like, Venom is as, a, like, when you got to play as him, I will admit it was kind of fun. Like, especially because this is when they introduced destructible environments. Not throughout the rest of the game, but for this one particular mission. Oh. You're, like, running yeah. through walls, and you can, like, lift up shit off the ground and, like, annihilate people with it. That's why they want a Venom spin-off game. <laughs> Fan service. I would play it, though. Oh, Which like, actually like wouldn't make... Like shitty Incredible Hulk DS game or whatever? Hell yeah. <laughs> But it doesn't make sense because Venom dies and, like, the meteorite that it came on was destroyed. Carnage. And all of the symbiotes were... Oh, yeah. <laughs> he has this. He is the last symbiote. I, I forgot. You know what I think is going to happen? Carnage is in the DLC than Red Goblin and Spider-Man 3. Instead of Green Goblin? Well, they'll have Green Goblin for, like, the first two-thirds. And then the Demi-Goblin? Red Goblin? Yeah, I don't know. Something they there's do, too many honestly. Because there's Hobgoblin, there's Grey Goblin. They should do Ultimate Goblin instead of having Military Suit Goblin. We need more Ultimate Goblin representation. I want Fire Breathing Goblin. Maybe. There, I'll, I'll, I'll put that at a maybe. That's, ah, that's maybe. Um... Stuff I liked. The traversal was great. The web yeah. tunnels and the web wings were fucking lit. I was going so fast. Dude, I, like, it was so easy to just momentum, swing, do web wing, hit a tunnel, go I mean, nuts, do a see web those zip. see on Twitter where they're, like, doing flips and shit, but it, like, makes it look the game not fun? What do you mean? Like, there's, like, clips on Twitter of people swinging, but they're, like, doing, like, <laughs> instead of, you know, swing and then momentum, they're just... <laughs> oh, they're just doing it really quick for the yeah. sake of doing it really quick? Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's quick, but in reality, they're just making it look complicated and not fun. 
betrayal. It's like Call of Duty players playing Spider-Man, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. Try hard. Yeah. No. Uh, I loved the traversal. Though I do complain about the stealth basically being pointless, the actual gameplay was pretty fun. Because most of the gadgets in the web wheel in the first game fucking sucked. The wheel in general sucked, but now that it's just four buttons, I can, I can, I can. It's easy. It's easy. I, I just wish, no, I, I just wish like there would be more variety. Maybe there's uh, more gadgets, but you have to like switch them out through the menu. I know that sounds a bit tedious, but. Because they give you five, but there's only slots for four. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would also add gameplay variety and replay value too. For that using makes sense. If you can just switch them out, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's stealth ones you want to use. You want to have stealth gadgets instead of having combat gadgets or whatever. And like having was, the trip line or whatever from the first game. Uh, I will say, when it came to like the side content, there's a lot of specifically designated stuff for each of them. But when it came to, like, you could use either one. I used Peter more. Yeah. Which is weird, because, like, right at the beginning, I did, like, everything with Miles, and then once the Venom shit came in, I used Peter for, like, nearly everything. For, like, the spider bots, for the hunter blinds and the bases, for the chameleon stuff. Um, yeah, I just used Peter for most of it. The flame... Although I think that one, you have to be him. Yeah, you have Because with the connection with Yuri. S- Spider-Man, yeah. Also, the Yuri boss fight g- is fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot of boss fights in this game. The Sandman one is easy, but I like the scale of it. I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's debatable, though. I don't think it's a good boss fight. I think it's Because it's very scripted, and there's not... Yeah, it's just throw object. It's like the first game is boss fights. Well, it's a better opening than Kingpin. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's what else. It's fair. a better opening than Kingpin. That's fair. Um, I like the lizard fight because that's four phases in a chase scene. Like that, that lasts a while. Well, like I swear to God, the Venom fight was like five phases. Because there's three in like a floating football field. And then there's two when you get to the Emily May Foundation with Miles. Floating football stadium in New York is back to normal when you finish the game? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Everything goes back to... Doesn't Spider-Man say he's done with retiring? What do you mean? When you... Have you played it after the credits rolled? Uh Uh-huh. I heard he says break time is over. Oh, he's out of retirement? <laughs> yeah, he's just out of... I, I'm, that's probably non-canonical, uh, but yeah. Well, I just thought that it was like a prequel to like the ending. Yeah. Because you don't know how much time it's been. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I thought just like everything in the story... But literally, I did everything by the time the credits rolled. The only thing was like the last um, Emily May Foundation side mission... Where I got a horrible fucking suit. <laughs> it's the last suit I... It's the life story suit. Oh, yeah. That shit... For s- Spider-Man or my... Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. For Spider-Man. That shit sucks. It's the... It's, it's the ugly one with him as in hell. space, right? I think so. Yeah. 
Those suits are awful. That sh- that shit looked bad. Yeah. I was like, this is what you give me as the last suit? This shit's nasty. The book is good, but I don't know why you have to choose the suit from the last chapter of the comic. That, that shit sucked. It, yeah, Miles House has two in that. I don't know why they have to do the fucking space suit. I don't remember... <laughs> Oh, it's Miles has some weird ones. He has one where he looks like fucking Spawn for no reason. He has one that's a Black Panther outfit. Yeah. He has one that's a Wolverine outfit. Like, why? What's the point? When has Miles ever had a Wolverine outfit? What the hell is the point? I want him just with, like, a jacket. There is one <laughs> that I thought was kind of funny... Where he looks like a like a '30s musician guy with like a yeah, hat on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit slaps. Did you know that's that a great? The cat suit. helps you fight in like the finisher moves if you have that skin equipped. I, I never <laughs> used that suit, but that's good to know. Just let. There's gonna know. be a trophy for completing New Game Plus, so I'll just do that, and then I'll try out different suits that I didn't the use. The cat suit. <laughs> the cat suit. Um, but yeah, uh, what else did I like? It looks great. Like, it doesn't have, like, I will admit, someone mentioned this on Twitter, and they're so true. Like, it looks great, but it doesn't have, like, a specific identity. It just looks good. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I saw that tweet, too. Like, it, yeah. like, yeah. Like, compared to The Last of Us, where it's post-apocalyptic hyper-realism this is just like hyper-realism yeah yeah like it looks great and it's like pretty accurate for the most part but like yeah uh i did use fast travel but only a couple of times because like i there's a trophy where you have to go from one end of the map to the other end of the map and i kept fucking it up so i instead of swinging back five thousand meters i just fast travel that shit runs so good like my god that took like a second to come in i'm like god damn there's also in the settings besides the 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 fall damage there's also which uh, i turning realism that shit's so easy oh yeah the slider yeah yeah there's a slider for realism so you can hit stuff and fall to your death <laughs> a lot of people were complaining that like it just randomly attaches to stuff so they added that feature in to shut people up. Yeah. And apparently a lot of people that are, like, hardcore with it really like it. I'm just going to use the normal one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a triple deluxe pro gamer, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to swing how I want to swing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I want to get places fast, not slow. I'm Spider-Man. I like doing the loop-de-loop. <laughs> the loop-de-loop is fun. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I haven't unlocked it yet, but I saw the funny the the funny skill video that they show you in the, the, in the skill screen. Um, yeah. Biggest issues of the story, which is a shame, because that's one of my favorite parts about the first one. It is the best part of the first one. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Silk. I don't know what... Okay. <laughs> and now apparently Daredevil has something to do with the DLC, too. There's a DLC with them? What the fuck? Well, yeah, because, yeah, they have... In 
the first Spider-Man game, there was, you know, uh, his lawyer lawyer office. office. Yeah, yeah. And then in Miles, there was an eviction notice on it. Then in this new game, the office doesn't have his name there anymore. Apparently, that's teasing something. Probably Kingpin returning, and that's it. Kingpin gets the Carnage symbiote. Of all of the things, and it's Kingpin? That's so boring. I'm Kingpinned out. I'm sorry. He was in Into the Spider-Verse. He was in Hawkeye. He was in Daredevil. Now he's going to be in the new Daredevil. And people are heavily implying he's going to be in Spider-Man 4. And he was in Spider-Man PS4. And now he's coming back in DLC? Like, I'm good. I don't need him. I hope Spider-Man 4 makes people shut the fuck up about Tom... Tom Holland's Spider-Man being shit because he isn't. It's good. I will say my favorite of that trilogy is Homecoming. I think No Way Home has not sat well. But Far From Home is not a bad movie and is nowhere near as awful as people say it is. People giving it like a 2 are actually dumb. <laughs> like, Amazing Spider-Man 10 out of 10 masks. I'm gonna fucking kill him. Uh, yes, emo skateboard. <laughs> emo skateboard, bro. So you're telling me Spider-Man 2 just tackles the same exact themes as No Way Home? I don't even know. Like, I I will say, about like the side quest stuff, I didn't need to do a single crime outside of the first like five hours. Because once the Spider-Bots showed up, I just looked up a guide, went to all of them in like 40 minutes, oh, no. and then they, they give you like 150... And they give you, like, and there's 40 of them. There's... So I get, I got, like, over 4,000 tech point parts and never needed to do another crime again. There's a, there's a skill point to make them show up on your map. I didn't. Yeah, it's the, there's a skill point, there's a visor, is it an upgrade? I don't know, there's a skill point or a visor upgrade for you to be able to see the, the parts on your mini map, the parts chests, and that counts for the spider bots for some reason. Okay. So yeah, just a little cheat code for you. No, I didn't. Do that. I just looked up a guy, cause, but it was super easy. It only took like forty five. Well, I found like twenty of them just flying around. So, well, <laughs> because I was doing everything so what? early, like I didn't really like want to like, like just. I don't even know if I'm gonna one hundred. I've already seen everything. The only thing I haven't seen is what happens to the portal. I just saw the image of the portal opening and that's it. It's something. That's it? It's just the portal opens? No, there's someone in it that was a character in Across the Spider-Verse. But this... But they cut it out. So this was supposed to be like a hype crossover moment that's now just like really awkward. So it's a character that was cut out of Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Who was cut out? It's like this polygonal lady named Delilah. I guess. They're like, who the fuck is Delilah? And then, like, I was really confused. That sounds familiar. There's Lila. Delilah. Not Delilah. I probably spelt it. Yeah, I have no idea who the fuck that is. It's a polygonal lady. That's it? Yes. Oh. 
It's like a PS1 looking motherfucker. That's kind of fucking lame. <laughs> no, but it was supposed to be like a big moment because she, like the, they talked with the directors of Across the Spider-Verse and like, yeah, there's this character we're using and, you know, it's here's their part in the story. And then they're like, okay, yeah, we'll add that with some Spider-Bots. And then they cut it out. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what the fuck? Okay. So well, now they just sense. have her in it. She mentions Miguel, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Miguel O'Dee's nuts in your mouth. Ooh, freaking gross. So is this Insomniac a part of Across the Spider-Verse then, or is that a different spider <sighs> I'm just saying, because the Spider-Man three would make... Insomniac Spider-Man in that movie. There's the hyper-realism one, there's the 2D one, and then there's the female Insomniac. Oh, there is? There's a female There's a woman there. with the white spider. Oh. So, there's three of them. I don't know if this one is one of them. I'm just saying I it would make tell. absolute sense that he would chase down Miles. Just putting that out there right now. <laughs> oh, that he would or he would? He, he absolutely would. I don't think he would. I think he absolutely With would. With what happens in this game, I don't think he fucking I think he absolutely would because he straight up tells Miles to, to move on from his dad passing away because it's part of the job. I don't know if you remember that at the beginning of the game, but I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I do. I, I, th- this Spider-Man's a straight-up menace. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a 7.5. Because 7 feels too low because of what they innovated on, but 8 feels too high with the story problems that I have. So it's a 7.5. Yeah. It's better than Miles. It's two points lower than the first one yeah that's fair um which sucks man i spent 80 dollars <laughs> you're worried about money you should be worried about time i spent 25 hours on it bro i got that's plenty fair. of time in it that's fair um no like it i don't feel compelled to come back to it because like once I was done with the first game, it felt like I had gone through like a journey. It felt like I had sunk a hundred hours. I probably didn't, but it felt like it, right? It felt like all of this time and investment was put into it. And it was just like this awesome experience. So once like New Game Plus came out and all the DLCs came out, I immediately did them all. I've probably played Spider-Man like three times. Like that's one of my favorite games ever. Probably period. Because it came at a point, funny enough, when I was going into high school and just a lot of the themes and sort of Spider-Manerisms <laughs> oh. just sort of like it connected. You know? I really connected with Doc Ock because he manipulates people. <laughs> He's literally me. <laughs> He's literally me. Um, no. I hope there's a DLC. But not like the city that never sleeps. Those DLCs like kind of fucking A suck. good DLC. Like one big good DLC. Yeah. Like whatever that uh, Horizon one was. I never played it. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> But, like, I heard it was good, and it was just, like, one big one. I was like, do that. That adds a small section of New York or something. I don't know. Or even just updates it. Yeah. I'd prefer Carnage to be in the DLC, because I don't want him to be a main villain. 
in the third one because I want to be done with symbiotes. No, because Tia's anti-venom now, so they'll have the symbiotes no matter what in the next game. Unless he removes it in the DLC. I'm going to kill my <laughs> So, yeah. I'm going to kill me. <laughs> I would take a Miles Morales 2 if that's the path that they decide to go down. It would actually be a better excuse now why Peter wouldn't be here because he's retired. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They have to do Wolverine, though. Ah, uh, Wolverine. It's going to be M-rated and it's going to be good. I'm, although this is the team that did Miles Morales, that's a little concerning. Yeah, that's fair. It's probably going to be shorter too. Then, uh, from what the uh, creative director said, it's either late 2024 or 2025. My guess was 2025 yeah. for Wolverine, so that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um. We'll probably see another Ratchet and Clank. Because that team hasn't announced anything in two years. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be like a Game Awards thing or like a showcase next year from Sony. Showcase. But like that Ratchet and Clank team, I don't think has fucking anything to do with this Marvel stuff. So my guess is we'll get a new Ratchet and Clank, at least announced within the next year. Sony doesn't usually announce things at the Game Awards. They only did that with Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man 2, sorry. They didn't even announce Spider-Man 2 there. Was Spider-Man a, 2 was E3 then? a showcase. Oh, it was a showcase too? That, that was the same showcase for Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah and then we waited two years. And then it was a showcase that showed off the gameplay. Yeah. So no, Sony doesn't, doesn't really it. show yeah. off stuff. I will. They it. keep it to themselves. So if anything, this year it'll be like Microsoft, Ubisoft, and a lot of indies. A lot of farming sims. Ooh, my favorite. Dude, where's the update on Hades 2? My god. It's an early access. Maybe they should just announce a full release. Maybe, maybe they should just tomorrow. let me play a good game. It's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go. Fortnite reboot, baby. Let's go. Um. Okay, so. I watched a show called Moral Oral. Moral That's a Oral. shitty last name. No, his name is Oral. Oral. That's his first name. Oral. Mm-hmm. Oral. Yeah, because he gets o- Oral. No. He's 12. That would be extremely creepy. Although, he does get a Prince Albert. Do you know what that is? No. He get, That's like a... That's like a ring that gets... Like stapled onto your cock. No thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, okay, so I had not heard about this show until like a month ago. There's a reaction channel that I follow that is actually one of the good kinds called Spilling the Milk. Very funny YouTube name. But they randomly one day did a reaction to Moral Oral and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I've never heard of this fucking show. What the fuck am I looking for? And so I watched it, and I was <laughs> so shocked that I was like, okay, I gotta, like, wait and watch this for myself. And, um, it's an Adult Swim show from 2005 to 2009. It took that long because of the claymation uh, for the three seasons. Um, 
but I kind of loved it. It's one of those shows that I'm shocked aired. To be honest with you, it's it. I have not seen BoJack Horseman, but everyone that has seen both Moral Oral and BoJack Horseman usually says something along the lines of Moral Oral walked so BoJack Horseman could run. I'm like, okay, let's see what this is about. Then. Um, yeah. Because Bojack Horseman has a guy who grooms minors, doesn't it? So I'm pretty sure. Oh boy. Okay, so I, I, I when the in, the inception for the show, it was this guy Dino Stantfanopoulos. He has a really Greek last name, and his first name's fucking Dino. But but basically, it's like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventures main character name. Dino Stanfanopoulos. So, okay. Is it Flanderism? Where, like, the characters regress? It's a Simpsons term. Where, like, they start out three-dimensional and then they become one-note characters. Is it Flanderism? Or am I thinking of something else? I think that's Flanderism, yeah. Okay. So, he specifically looked at the Simpsons... And, like, the concept of, like, flanderism, and he did it in reverse. And that was the concept for the show. Was that it starts out one note, and everyone is just one thing. But as the show progresses, it just constantly adds layers until, like, they feel more three-dimensional than most characters in shows. And I think that really helps. It, it, it pulls you in with the shock comedy, yeah. but then you keep going for the cool character did, shit. Did they start that? Because I feel like a lot of shows do that more often now, specifically like kids' shows, along with like when their audience grows, like their shows becomes more matures, mature and the characters start growing, like Avatar and uh, The Clone Wars, actually. I feel like Adventure Time is another And Adventure else. Time, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if they started it, but like they're, they're, and I wouldn't even say they were popular cause I didn't fucking know about it, but yeah. like, they're certainly like one of them. <laughs> they're certainly one yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I watched all three seasons. It was really quick cause each episode's only like 11 minutes, kind of like regular show and adventure time. So I breezed through an entire season in like two and a half hours something like that it was really quick um so yeah the first season is like purely shock value like each episode is very formulaic and very dark the second season it takes that formula and then it like builds some character onto it so now like there's a lot more quiet moments and certain characters have like permanent revelations about each other that have consequences in future episodes, which I feel like is nice because most of it's like episodic. Like the first season is very episodic, but there's stuff that happens in season one that's brought back later, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't even think they were gonna do that, and then they did. It was cool. Um, by the end of season two. It feels like a completely different show. And then season three 
it does like a lot of flashbacks, which normally would annoy the hell out of me. But it does this thing where it's like it layers itself on top of each other. So like the first episode takes place the same time as the end of season two. But then the second episode takes place a week before that. And then the next takes a week before that. And like you're just seeing random shit happen. You're like, what's going on? But each episode that happens, you keep going further and further back and putting like connections together. And sort of the story flows better. Like you don't get oh. uh, like a conclusion to season two until like halfway through season three. Basically. Um So Like that's like just something I haven't really seen before. I feel like flashback stuff's annoying as fuck. But how they do it's kind of cool. Um, So, like, when I talk about shock value, some of it's just, like, dark for the sake of being dark. Like, particularly the first season. Like, this is gonna sound really fucking weird. Okay, so Oral is, like, jerking it in a bathroom. And he gets caught. And he's told that it's worse than murder. And... He's not procreating with it. So his bright idea is to shove it into unsuspecting women at night to procreate so he can still jack off. Which is basically right. And they play it off for comedy. And it's like shock value for the sake of shock value. It basically is. It is. It <laughs> is. Uh, but then there's stuff like season two where... Like, there's actual character depth and, like, motives that are, like, interesting. So, like, I, I particularly think about the two-part finale of season two. It's a hunting trip between the dad and the son. And the dad is, like, a raging alcoholic. And he takes a trip and he makes it infinitely worse. And by the end of that two-parter finale... Like, the main the oral is, like, permanently changed. And how he acts with his dad and how he reacts to other people in general is just so different going forward. I sort of just like when cartoons actually have consequences. It's just not... They don't ignore the fact that the city blew up two episodes ago. Stuff like that, yeah. There's an episode... Like, a lot of season three is not only like flashbacks but they do like a lot of side character stuff so there's an episode with three women in the show i told you about this this is like really fucking dark there's one woman who's a nurse that has had like trauma with sexual abuse in the past and she thinks her family is teddy bears and then like a teddy bear falls over onto her and she thinks it's, like, doing bad things to her. And she just, like, cries in a corner for, like, 30 seconds. And it's, like, really fucking dark and sad. And then that same episode, there's, like, a woman that was, like, raped. And she did a coat hanger abortion. But the guy dies in prison. And she becomes, like, infatuated with him. It's, like, holy fucking shit. Like, that's probably what got the show canceled. I'm not going to lie to you. 
Like, the fact that that was, like, aired on a network, <laughs> it's, it's kind of nuts. Um, but, like, I think that stuff, like, despite how dark it is, like, I, I keep saying it was, like, dark. Despite how kind of fucked it was, I don't think there were many episodes that were humorless. Like, even, like, just stuff in the background, or, like, even if it's just, like, an audio gag, there was still something in most episodes that could get you a chuckle. Even in that one that I just mentioned. Like, the running gag in that one is that the pastor is, like, basically doing a podcast. It's, like, a radio show, and he doesn't know how to fill the airtime, and... Like, at the end, he has, like, a minute to kill, and the credits are rolling, and the guy's like, you have to fill the next minute, asshole, and it's like, I'm, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say, I'm just gonna fucking leave it, and they, like, get pissed at each other, and then they fight, but it's, like, all an audio gag at the end of this dark as hell episode, like, despite, like, it tries to keep levity in there, and that's what I like about it, is that it's not just doom and gloom the whole time. Despite it showing shocking things without tackling those things? Well, that's the first season. Oh. Second season and the third season. Show the aftermath and show, like, actual, you know... Like... Well, you think, like... What what he meant by, like, 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 flanderism was, like... I don't know, the way you're describing it is, like... What, what he meant by that wasn't, like, the character stuff, but more, like... How a lot of shows, specifically probably of that era, because it was early two thousands, they had a lot of stuff happen. But then, like the next episode, it just didn't matter. Like the characters didn't learn well, like, from it or anything. I do think it is Flanderism, because season three, because I did say it's a lot of flashbacks. Yeah. So like you get like a backstory on the dad, you get a backstory on the mom and how she met the dad. Yeah. And, like, it is flanderism, because you know none of this shit. It doesn't want to tell you any of this shit in the first season. It just wants to do shock humor. Yeah. But as it keeps going, it's like, hey, we want to clue you in on some stuff. Yeah. Let me let you in on a little That's, secret. And then, like, it just... I, it's, it just sounds like it's more of a cr critique of it, you know? Oh, instead if, of, like, if it was fighting. his attempt the entire time, which is what... what I, I'm assuming was his pitch was this first season would be like shocking and then you'd have all these you know disgusting things happen and then you know no one would really acknowledge it sure but then later on in the later seasons people would actually be like hey this is like one of my character traits man it's like yo what the fuck well like and it would be end up being a core theme and important to that character instead of just being a throwaway gag because like the whole show is about oral losing his innocence and like just sort of being a critique and sort of like a warning on like like biblical literal like literalism like taking everything at yeah. face value and reading it as like no interpretation this is exactly how it has to be yeah there's and no just, metaphors it's just how it's written it just is it's yeah. how it's written yeah. like he it sort of tackles that like head on kind of immediately 
there's a joke in the first episode where like the pastor was talking about like you know god giving life and whatever and oral's like you know the pastor's sermon really made me think and then his friend is like oral you know you're not supposed to think when it comes to religion <laughs> yeah, yeah like even true. from the first episode they're joking about how it's... like you can't think about it. You just have to accept it and keep going. American American Christianity. Yeah. Yeah. That's like specifically like because this was after 9/11 yeah. when like a lot of like sort of rust belt towns and their hyper Christianity started becoming more normal and stuff. But like yeah. the whole show is just like sort of like a like a cautionary tale about, you know, that sort of thing. Do you really think a guy was eaten by a whale, or do you think that's some sort of metaphor? Do you really think a guy riding a horse will wipe out two-thirds of the Earth's population? <laughs> or do you think that's just, like, a metaphor for, like, us? <laughs> or something. We are the plat. <laughs> yeah. You're just saying. But, like, there's just so many good episodes. Like, I'm thinking about, like, how... Like, just, like, like Oral's arc. Like, he's just so infatuated with religion. He is sort of, like, a product of, like, the cruelty of his town and, like, his parents. Where, like, he gets beat for no reason. And he just accepts it because, like, he's supposed to and it's, like, a good thing. And then, like, as the show progresses, he, he you know, he starts recognizing more about it. The ending is, like, bittersweet. Because they knew it was getting cancelled, they couldn't do a lot of the stuff that they wanted to do with a lot of the characters. Because I'm pretty sure they planned, like, minimum of five. I think that's what they were going for. But when it got canned, when they were writing the third one, a lot of shit just kind of happens, and it ends kind of abruptly. That's That'd be my biggest criticism. It's like they're bringing in a lot of storylines, and then it kind of just ends. But, like, the ending's bittersweet because Oral, he grows up and he has a loving family and he doesn't get rid of religion. I just think because of his traumatic childhood, he sort of reinterpreted it and sort of decided to change how he would act when he had kids, I guess. So it's, like, bittersweet that he got to that point. I just wish there was more time to get there, I guess. Mm -hmm. um and like i don't think religion inherently is like a bad thing like i know i've got my problems with it especially with people that take it way too fucking literally but like it's sort of just like as an i like it like an idea for like good morals although even then that's sometimes questionable because like what is good morals especially for a text written two thousand years ago well christianity i feel like it's very simple like it's like in Jesus' story, like he sacrifices every himself for everyone's sins. Like despite our flaws, we're still, you know, our flaws are what makes us human in the first place, and we should kind of accept that and you know, move past our flaws and be more pure, if that makes sense. Like, or something. don't be ashamed of flaws, but we can still move past those flaws. Try to get and better from them. Be a better person and treat everyone better. Yeah. But they don't treat everyone better, at least in America. Real. They hate everyone who is slightly different than them. 
they don't love all. Love thy neighbor hates neighbor. Love thy That's neighbor literally an except their black the show too. That's so funny. Save love thy neighbor except they're gay, black, Mexican, <laughs> trans. No, because like the there's a joke in the show where it's like a family that's like identical to theirs. They get pissed at each other because of like when they do prayer before they eat. One word is different in the prayer, and they fucking get at each other's throat. <laughs> Love thy neighbor, except when one word is changed in prayer before they eat. Like, Jesus Christ. And yeah. it's like, yeah. I don't know. It did come out at the right time, because religion extreme, uh, extremism in religion was really high at that time. I mean, it still kind of is. Now. Yeah. But that was like peak because because yeah post now obviously <laughs> yeah not but yet. um yeah. no I could keep going about like the animation is so fucking good I, it never once felt like claymation which is weird because like everyone like moves fairly realistically everyone sounds realistic it just kind of felt it feels different from shows like Robot Chicken you know like it just it just felt different in that way that it like it it wasn't trying to be like super humanoid like it was but like it well, it was a bit thicker than like the robot chicken figures like they weren't tall and slender they were, they were like a bit shorter and stocked it, you know from from the clips you show me it looked more cartoonish if that makes sense yeah they they got bigger eyes yeah. their mouths are a bit well I, i'm pretty sure most stop motion shows it's paper their mouths when they move around but yeah it's a bit bigger there too or like the haircuts are super nuts <laughs> like i mean oh the animation is so good they have like certain song choices in the show that are just peak it's so good i love the soundtrack of this show there's a there's a there's a fucking song made for the show at the end of season one it's called What Would You Get Jesus for Christmas? And it's like a $20 gift certificate to Pizza Joe's. I'm sure he'd be down, honestly. It's it's down. like a comedic song. And it's like a fucking ad, but it's stuck in my head. I, I'd, I'd give him that, honestly. I, think I would give the that. Lord a $20 certificate to Pizza Joe's. I think he'd love that, honestly. But yeah, no. Like when I, man, I want to keep talking about it. But like, I don't know if you're actually going to like watch it or not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I tend to want to, but then never do it. I have all six screen movies. Am I ever going to get to that? Probably not. That was an easy run for me. I liked this. So. Mo like, I don't think there was a bad screen movie, which helps because there are bad most movies yeah i think in franchises Friday the 13th kind of ruined my binging yeah it's true but um because i think about like certain characters in the show the dad i need to talk about the fucking dad in the show he is like the cruelest most fucking evil piece of shit and he's the guy that voices baymax a big hero six oh yeah <laughs> Like I didn't fucking know that, and now I I I imagine it in my head. I'm like I kind of see it. That's insane. 
Now, this guy is so fucking evil. He, like, raging alcoholic, super sexist. He's like... Oh, you're going to count him? All right, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, he, okay, he blames shit on his son that's his fault. For example, he shot his son with a rifle whilst drunk, could have left him to die, and then blames him for shooting himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Now, I will say the episode that does his backstory is kind of interesting. So, like, he, like, accidentally got his mom killed, which is, like, super traumatic. And, like, his dad, like, he thought that getting hit by his dad was a sense of love from him, because that's the only way he would show affection to him. So when he beats Oral, that's, like, a fucked up way of him showing love. Because that's all he knew as a kid. And so, like, that's dark as hell. And apparently he wasn't a drunk. It's the mom's fault. Because <laughs> she had an alcoholic dad. And the only way she could bond with her dad was to give him alcohol and stuff. And she gave Clay. The dad's name is Clay. And they're made out of clay. Isn't that funny? Uh, he gives the dad alcohol. And then he, he, she, like sort of, like, tricks him into getting married with her. Like, both of these parents are fucking evil. At the end of season one, she literally abandons Oral in the fucking town. It just leaves him. Drives off. Like, holy shit. Like, the, this, this couple is deranged. And, like, like I said, there's some good stuff. There are characters... There's a girl named Stephanie. She's like a... Like, you think she's like a stereotypical, like, emo lesbian lady. But she's like the best character in the fucking show. Her dad is the pastor. And so she makes... Who is like a horribly sexist and sort of homophobic pastor... Break down some of his barriers and stuff. Making the pastor a better character... He's like one of the goats in the show. He's he's a goat. He's a goat. Um, becomes less sexist. Become and less homophobic. And too. less homophobic too. Because like there's like r slash oddly wholesome moments between the two throughout the show, where like there's a flashback, where, like the pastor sees Stephanie try to ask out this girl, and like it goes horribly wrong, and. Then they reminisce about it later, and she's like, why? Because you don't allow same-sex marriages, because that's a fake theme. He's like, no, because she never cared. And it's like, damn, bro. Really? And then they, they play guitar together, and that's dope as fuck. Like I said, nearly every episode has, like, moments of levity, or, like, normal moments, where it's not dark as hell. Which I think is what kept me going. Because if it was just, like, truly despicable, evil people the whole time, I probably would have stopped. Yeah. I would give it, like, a 9. It's an underrated show. Even, like... It's just so good. 
It, the way you're describing it also sounds like the early seasons of The Simpsons. Like, the tonal shifts are, like, re- like it's not dark, but, like, the tonal shifts are really weird. Because you can have, but, like, really good at the same time. You can have an episode with a really funny joke, but then, like, all of a sudden at the end you find yourself in tears for no reason. Something like that. Yeah. I, I didn't see myself, like, ever cry. But, like... Yeah, just, there's, a, like, a lot just of... like... Yeah, yeah. The tonal... You could have very easily messed up on that balance... Of, like, being so dark that, like, you just don't want to keep watching. And then suddenly, like, Marvel cut a joke in. Yeah. But, like, thankfully, most of the time when there's humor, there's, like, actual build-up to it. There's this running gag called Jews for Jesus. Where, like, this family is, like, segregated in the church. And, like, they have, like, a really dark joke they meet someone called the Figurellis, who, like, are being, like, they're the only non-white people in the town, and they're being segregated, but it's, like, they're being segregated into, like, a better position. It hasn't aged very well. I will say that episode's kind of weird. But they go to meet the family in Jews for Jesus, and they mention, do you need a spot to hide? And they open an attic. And they hand them a book and say, write this to become a bestseller when you're up there. Like, holy shit. <laughs> it's so fucking dark. <laughs> but like... And Frank. <laughs> but like, that just goes to show like, even like characters that barely have any lines have like some development. Because like this family knows that they might not ever be accepted. So they have like a hiding spot. In case things Plan. get worse. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But like, there's this romance between Clay and the and the coach. Is Danielle, <laughs> but it's a dude. So like, Clay and this guy are like gay for each other. But like, Danielle, the coach, banged the mom. And they had a kid, but he only did it to get closer to Clay. What? Yeah. But things happen in season three where Clay, like, is a giant asshole. And then he, like, is, like, cheating on his wife, but he isn't with the coach either. It's just kind of like doing random nonsense. I'm not going to lie. Some of the plot points in season three kind of go nowhere. Um, but the the dynamic between the two of them is really great. And like you almost want them to get together in like a really weird way. But then you think about the fact that the coach is the reason why the dad hates the mom so much. Because of a kid that's not the dad's. Because he fucked the what? But then he's willingly, like, comforting that same guy. It's kind of manipulative. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of manipulative. Yeah. Like, you think yeah. about it, you're like, huh, maybe actually not. But I don't know. I could keep talking about it. It's really good. 
I do hope you watch it. They're all free on YouTube. That's all I watched. Though. But I'd give it a nine. It's pretty good. I don't have any other reviews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the two that I had took for. I don't have reviews. I don't review things ever. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do we have anything else then? No, I don't have anything else. Okay. Okay. I don't either. You could do the outro then. Although I will say, I will say. When do you think Goni Noms happen? Because um, we need to live stream that shit like we did last time. I'm going to hope it's... I'm going to hope it's November. Like, no, well, that's yeah, November. well, yeah, it's in November. But I'm going to hope it's like... My date... My guess is the 13th. Yeah, like because it's a date earlier than last year that week's for the show, great. and when they revealed the nominations, it was the fourteenth. So my guess is it's going to be the thirteenth. That's going to be like a day earlier. I I don't think we should do a live stream this time. No, why not? Or at least we could do a live stream and cut it down, because if you want to grow it out, I think we should like. Uh, cut it down to like you know 10 or 20 minutes to at least get 10 views instead of zero views on the live stream or we can do the live stream and then yeah cut out the parts we want and, and you know cut out the rambling for an hour oh, but that's the best part it is the best part but then they can just go back and look at the live stream, live stream. yeah okay yeah. that's fair yeah yeah edit yeah well it's can't be it's not that hard I just have to find a good editing software that's free, which is impossible. Well, there's free ones. Yeah. Isn't Adobe? Free trial ones. Isn't Adobe free? Free trial. For I'm how long? Sure. Probably like a month or two. And then what is? Probably like 24 bucks a month. That's usually what that stuff is. But Adobe comes with, like, all of them, like Photoshop and mm. animation. You get and the stuff. whole package. I think so. The yeah. whole she bank. Adobe Color or whatever. Um, yeah. Because, like, a lot of the categories, we don't give a fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a shit about esports. I don't. Announce that shit on Twitter. Esports is dead. Esports isn't dead. Esports is dead. I don't know if it is. Esports is dead. You just are kind of saying random shit. No, esports is dead. Like, oh. nobody cares about esports anymore. That's not true. And it doesn't help that the only popular esports stuff, which is fighting games in particular, a lot of those companies that run those are kind of greedy scums like Nintendo. Or Warner Brothers. Well, like, yeah, they let no. you play the tournaments, but they, like, they don't, like, crowdfund. So, like, in, in Mortal Kombat X... There was a there was a uh, a skin for Ermac that like the money went into a prize pool, so a shit ton of people bought the skin and the prize pool got really big. But instead of doing that ever again, the the idea they took from that is oh people will pay for overpriced skins, and that's where we are today. Especially with like Street Fighter. 
mm-hmm. like the fifteen dollar teenage mutant ninja turtles skins. Like good luck. Yep. And that's just like for your average. Yeah, isn't there like a forty? There's like a forty or sixty dollar skin for Overwatch too. Actually. Yeah, because they added the bad lady uh, Lilith from Diablo Four as a skin for one of the Overwatch Two people, and there's already. And I don't know if you saw that new trailer, the new ad for Overwatch, but there's new skins that people are gonna pay for for porn. Actually, and people are thirsting over them on Twitter. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. <sighs> cool. Well, I, that it being cringe is obvious. Um, no, like I, because like the prize pools now, for like a lot of NRS stuff, fifth place is only like three hundred bucks. Like it's barely fucking anything. The top prize is like four thousand, which isn't a lot. Like, it is, but, like, it isn't at the same time. Because there's, like, prize pools in the past that were, like, 100 grand. Yeah. Well, I don't think people really care about watching a bunch of rich people win more money. It's more of, like, I don't know, watching games that are actually entertaining to watch people play, like, fighting games. Like, shooty, shooty games are not fun to watch because they're like all sweaty and you can't see what's going on because their screen their sensitivity is on maximum <laughs> it's like oh what's up seizure moment like the street fighter one was actually interesting but... which street fighter well i watched the street fighter one on the, on tv it was a street fighter tournament on tv there's one on tv yeah there was one on tv yeah damn did you ever hear about that Zelda speedrun? I think it was Ocarina of Time. Or was it Mario 64? Uh, but it doesn't... Uh, anyways. But he managed to do a trick, like... A f- like a couple seconds faster than everyone else. And people were like, that's impossible. There's no way. It must have been a hack. But they investigated it, and it turned out that it was a fucking solar flare. What? A minuscule little solar flare at that precise time boosted this guy's speed time by like a couple seconds. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw a meme on it and a then I looked at then people like posted flare? articles and shit. Like what? Like a little one of those mini like solar flares or whatever like boosted the dude's times by a couple seconds. That's actually insane. <laughs> Imagine the luck. <laughs> no one's gonna ever be able to pull that shit off. That's like a one in a trillion opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of speedruns, you know Summoning Salt? Uh, probably. I, I'm not a huge speedrun guy, but there's this channel I came across that did like an hour and a half long video on speedruns for Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. And now I've just been watching all of his videos. <laughs> he did one on, like, th- two of the Mario Karts. He did one for Mario Kart Wii and Mario Kart Double Dash. Where, like, people are doing these, like, insane fucking times for these laps and stuff. And, like, the tech behind it's so insane. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like, you have to complete a certain percentage of the of the map. 
So if you launch from this specific point and you get to this specific point, the algorithm will say that you actually completed all of those points. So you'll be able to keep them like, shut the fuck. <laughs> just show me the cool tricks. It's just, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. There was, um, oh shit. There's a couple more, but like, there's so many good ones. Oh, just like random ass speed runs. The, the, the Lego Star Wars Complete Saga, it's an any percent speed run, but you have to beat all 36 levels. Oh, yeah. And like the shortest time anyone has ever gotten is like two hours and 22 minutes. Which is like insane. And like, just like the tech behind it. We're like, they have to jump on this panel at the precise point and have a different character on a platform at this precise point. So and if you get it just right, you can clip into a wall and skip boss fights. Or like, there's like, like, like you frame perfect jump off of a ledge. You could skip boss fights. Or like, you can go like out of bounds, do like 360 flip tricks and shit. Like, like, really cool, random stuff that these people just find. And, like, th it takes a game that takes, like, six hours, seven hours, if you're, like, really fast, for 36 levels. Yeah. It's and like, turns it to, like, less than two and a half. Like, that's nuts. Bethesda speedrunning games, it's pretty much just... Uh, quick save, quick load, and then if you keep like saving and then loading really fast, you'll you'll phase through like the wall or like the floor, and then if you keep falling through the through the ground, you'll eventually reach the 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 cell that holds like. Uh, in which one? In Skyrim, okay. like if you keep like phasing at like specific points or whatever, at pretty much any Bethesda game, you'll pretty much reach the the specific cell that like the final boss is in that beat it if you know what i mean by cell okay. that's like the loading areas okay. like yeah. yeah yeah well there's like one for lego the hobbit where like if you can like get on the mountain and like take a horse you skip every level just what? by going <laughs> on the outside and then you just like reach the end so you play like the first level and like the last level and you can beat the game in like eight minutes how the fuck did they miss that? <laughs> How did they figure that out? <laughs> I know, like they just pull shit out of their ass. I'm like, what the hell is it? But no, there was one for Halo Two Anniversary. Halo Twos are, nuts, but for like yeah. legendary, like the, oh man, some of those are fucking insane. Yeah, Halo Twos are nuts too, because like there's the energy sword thing where you like fucking yeet yourself across the fucking map somehow. Well, like the anniversary edition didn't have it at first, yeah. But then they purposefully added glitches, just because they had speedrunning in mind, because like a lot of the trophies are named after speedrunners. Yeah, people criticized. So then they're like, it's not speedrun where. They... So then they just like fuck you, and then they added the glitches back, and now because there's an achievement that like point zero one percent of people have, where you beat Halo Two on Legendary under three hours, on the hardest difficulty for a ten hour long game. Yeah, no, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, these people are nuts. There was one. I oh, I'll have to, we'll have to look it up. I swear to God, it's like less than an hour and fifteen minutes. Like, these people are nuts. They're pulling off insane runs and shit. Like, I don't... I can't even begin to describe how, like... Just how good you have to be at the game 
to begin with. That was Critical has speed running stuff. I don't know. Uh, I know he did like bounties. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, he hasn't done it in like a long time. But the, his first one was Halo Two. With all the skulls on on the highest difficulty, and I don't think you can kill things too. I don't know if that was one, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, speedrunning. Oh, there was a Mario 64 any percent 16 stars. So, like, the minimum to beat the game is 70, and then someone found a way to beat the game with 50, but then someone found a way to do 16 and then trick their way into the final level and beat the game in, like, 30 minutes. And so, like, people have been taking this and running with it, and now I'm pretty sure, like, people can beat the game in, like, 11 minutes. Yeah, that's or something insane. Like, just collect 16 stars, cheat your way through the game, beat the final boss in, like, 11 minutes. Like, that's insane. I could do that. Yeah, I'd love to see. If I tried hard enough. I'm not in the mood for trying, though, right now. Yeah, that's true. But no. I don't know why I just came across these speedrun stuff, but it's so cool. Like, when Moist Critical was doing uh, Mr. Krabs is on Ketamine and Dies, or whatever the fuck, I was invested in that. <laughs> that awakened you. I was invested. The, the, like, like what a horrible just, fucking game. Snapped. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible game. But it's but, like, like it people fun. are trying to tech and they people were cheating on a shitty game. Like what? <laughs> it's so dumb. Just because a big famous YouTuber did it. Doesn't mean you should. But no. It's pretty fun. I enjoyed my time. In like watching. I don't know if I'd ever do a speed run even attempt to do one because like i don't have the skills let alone the memory for half this shit i don't know if you watch this granny speed runs too those were pretty funny. i did not yeah that game remember that game no people played actually, that in middle school granny no yeah it was a knockoff of, of uh outlast no. <laughs> no. well the fnaf jump scares yeah we we turned knocked off of the arkham uh death screens <laughs> Batman <laughs> suck my dick Batman <laughs> suck my 12 inch dick Batman anyways uh, Chilly Marty 69 on Twitter Chillmart Podcast on YouTube Chillmart on Spotify and the real Chillmart on Instagram hell yeah